Hello, Chillinoy. I'm very excited to announce that we will be hosting a giveaway. Uh, but first, in about six months, my next guest will be 84. You're in your presidential years, Tommy. <laughs> 84. That's right. Oh my God. Six months. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, last time we spoke, <laughs> you said that you're starting to feel old, man. How are you feeling today? How are we, how are we doing? Oh, you just made me feel a lot older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. Um, I know I'm feeling great. I'm great. You know, I went salsa dancing um, last, uh, I guess, Friday. Was it Friday? Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a week ago. But, uh, man, I mean, I look good. I felt good. But, <laughs> Still kicking, huh? Well, the third dance, I had to get off the floor. I go, oh, okay, I got to sit down. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I finally felt it, but it was good. It was good. I, you know, I, I can't complain, man. You know, can't complain. Hell yeah. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, you, you, you hear it all the time, I'm sure, but you look great and you're, and you're, you know, you don't look 84, I guess is what I'm saying. So yeah, um, it depends on, on who you're looking at. You know, I, I haven't met too many uh, people, you know, my, uh, my age, uh, but I've got a young wife, man, and she, she, I, I, I better keep looking the young. <laughs> I was gonna say you got a beautiful wife, my friend. You got a beautiful lady. So, uh, yeah. but I, I don't yeah. only mean you look good, like like you like you know look good, but like I've seen you do your vines and stuff. Like you, you're moving around just fine, man. You, you look, you look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I realize the whole thing about the human body is like a like an old car. You know, you have to uh, keep them oiled and moving. You got to keep moving all the parts, you know. Even when I'm sitting still, I, 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 I fidget, you know. And I fidget in such a way I can do reps, reps fidgeting. <laughs> and, and as a result, uh, yeah, as a result, it keeps everything flowing. That's the whole point. You got to keep those rivers flowing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I want to ask you a, another question about wisdom. It's actually something we talked about last time. But before I do that, Tommy, I wanted to announce for our audience that I'm very excited to announce that you and I are parting up, partnering up rather for our next giveaway. We're going to be giving away a few Chillinois t-shirts signed by Tommy Chong himself. It's going to be absolutely free to enter to win. You get these shirts at no charge. Uh, we're going to give away a small, medium and a large so that we give fans of all sizes a chance to win one entry per person and winners will be contacted via email to confirm their winnings. If you want to win folks, just go to chillinoynet slash Chong to enter and uh, we'll, we'll have it open for at least four weeks. So we're going to give everybody an opportunity to enter and uh, we'll do the drawing and, and announce your first names. You know, we won't be giving away any personal information or anything. We'll announce your first names on the podcast. We'll reach out to you. We'll get your shipping information. We'll send you that shirt. Uh, the Chillinois shirt signed by Tommy Chong, free of charge. Thank you, Tommy Chong, so much for being willing to do that for our fans. No, my, my pleasure, man. And the thing is, my signature is going to be worth uh, uh, quite a nice bundle, you know, in a, in a few years, in a lot of years. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm doing the same signature on the shirts and everything I do. Uh, I, I will be 
doing NFTs with these uh, necklaces eventually. I haven't haven't quite set it up yet, but I'm everything I own is going to be an NFT, and so that uh, you know that my quest, by the way, is to become the richest, well, one of the richest men in the world. And I really want to do that because I, I feel that, I, I, especially a guy like me, you know, an old stoner like me, uh, especially my age and everything, if I get rich, my only job will be to give it away, <laughs> and to use it, you know, properly. Uh, people, a lot of people, especially in the news, they really sort of squander their wealth, you know. In fact, most people do. Most people go for the big house, the big boat, the big everything. And uh, and as a result, they, they end up with a lot of headaches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, what I want to do, I want to use the money to create uh, uh, employment, basically, uh, and uh, in 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 a in a manner that helps the planet, and it doesn't rob, doesn't steal from the planet, because when you steal from the planet, you're really stealing from yourself, you know, in so many ways, and and we're we're we have the capabilities to uh, to leave this planet uh, a much better place, and we have we also have the reason to. Too, because you know people think that it's a one and done thing when when you live here, but it's not. We keep coming back and coming back and coming back, and we'll be coming back for eternity, you know. And we, as we evolve, and then we evolve to the point where we don't come back, particular here, but uh, we we will be coming somewhere. And uh, but while we're here. Let's let's make this spaceship of ours uh, a phenomenal place to be, because we're going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. I like how you put that because it literally is our spaceship. People tend to forget that, like it's yeah. it's the it's our rock, and it's the only yes. one that we know of that that's that's like yes. habitable. <laughs> and we have to find ways of of disposing or or changing whatever waste we have change it into something worthwhile and that all can be done you know like we can we have the ability to change the ocean uh, make the ocean water fresh water and it's yeah. very simple you know desalination is a very simple process and then we also have we, we want to be able to have the ability to move water around you know the fresh water the flooded areas you know that uh, need to need to have instead of an oil pipeline, we need a water pipeline. You yeah. know, to areas that that uh, to holding areas. You, you know, we used to call them lakes. <laughs> you know, and uh, <clears throat> we have the wherewithal to do that. We have the the ability to do that. And so instead of mowing down a mountain for some gold for some uh, uh, coal that that's only going to pollute the planet, let's build mountains where we can create uh, 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 rainforest and, and uh, recreational areas and habitats that uh, for for the creatures of this planet and, and, and we, we're the custodians 
you see. That's our job. And, and, and the sooner, and there are people, obviously, that are doing that, and I just want to join them. And if uh, for some reason I, I do get my wish, which is to be very, 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 very wealthy, you will see uh, how money can be spent. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I can only hope that we can transition our society to to maybe like what it even was when when you were gro- growing up, where you know you would you would repair things if things broke. Like my my mom and dad growing up, like if the washer goes bad, they figure out what component in the washer is bad and they repair it. Right. Versus nowadays, like with the TV and everything else, people just throw it out and buy a new one instead of. That's why the car industry went the way it did. Uh, Because in the fifties, the early 50s, you know, one, two, three. Well, I actually started in the 40s, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, right up to the, well, the 60s. Uh, all the cars that were made in that era are still uh, workable. To Cuba your point, has a whole, I was yeah. about to say Cuba, yeah. Yeah, Cuba shows that, you know, and, and th- that was because we were during a war when you manufacture something, you couldn't have something fall apart, you know, and someone's life's dependent upon it. And so when they built whatever they built, they built it, you know, to last. But the uh, but then during the 60s, they found that if they make cars that fall, fell apart, they would sell more cars. And and then the, then the auto parts industry blossomed about, about that time. But but it's all that's all almost a thing of the past now. Because we've evolved with the automobile so much so that eventually, like, I don't even drive anymore as much as I, I can. You know, I have a, a little problem with my eyes. Not, not serious. I mean, I can still drive. But now we have Lyft and Uber. There's no need. And it's so convenient. You get dropped off and then get picked up. You know what I mean? You can get as high as you want. Hell yeah, bro. Enjoy the ride. And then then if you want to go somewhere else, you go, you know? We got such freedom now. Uh, Oh, no, life is, life is so good. I I hate to leave it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. When you were growing up, you had to hail a cab. And like, if if you didn't have a cell phone in your pocket, there were pay phones, right? You know? Oh, pay phones. You had to find a pay phone. Then you had to find change to use the pay phone. You know, it's funny. I saw a a photo of people probably my age the other day taking pictures of a pay phone because they had never seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. I was in England and and they got these uh, beautiful red uh, phone. See, back in the day, they made things to last. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Nowadays, well, even the, even the, the 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 architecture, you know, you go some of the Italy, you go to places they got buildings two thousand years old, right? Built so well, you know, they were built to last. That's why it kills me when people see those walls in in Peru and you know they, where they think somebody from the space age came down and made them no you know back in the day people made things by hand right. and they were such good craftsmen that a lot of that stuff is still here today still good hell yeah 
Well, I um, I saw that you have a comic book that you co-wrote with your pal Cheech that's available for pre-order now. I believe it's set for release on April twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Um, it's called Cheech and Chong's Chronicles: A Brief History of Weed. That sounded pretty cool. I saw it in High Times Magazine. Yeah, yeah, we got. I got a what? What? I I don't. I have the copies of the covers. <clears throat> somewhere but yeah we'll post yeah. A, we'll post a picture on our instagram folks if you want to see it so yeah we we um yeah yeah we're, we're moving into all the all the areas well, well you know i've been telling people you know like i want to become the richest man in the world and and all my products you know are going to help me uh, become that because i i you know like i've got the cbd uh uh uh, upper this is to, to give you energy during the day and this one helps you sleep at night i took this this morning i woke up about five and i took a couple of drops of that and i just went into the nicest sleep had the nicest dreams oh it was great <laughs> oh yeah great. hey i was checking your website before i got on here with you it said uh, illinois coming soon do you have any ideas on on when that might play out i know it might be a tough answer but do you have any ideas or have you heard anything not yet not, not yet not, okay not, not, it's all it's all in the works illinois uh, illinois not very chillinois <laughs> with regard to <laughs> with regard to issuing licenses so i understand yeah well you know we the main thing we're, we we have to do with the cannabis is to uh, uh get it uh, rescheduled yeah. you know and and that's one thing that should be done I, I i'm guessing you know the uh, uh, the democrats are, are are waiting for the optimal uh, moment to do that you know do you think that's uh, midterms because that because i feel like i've heard a lot of uh i feel like i've heard that you know midterms historically speaking are pretty tough to win especially after you just win won a you know a presidential election so maybe they might campaign on it midterm wise it's Right. Yeah, but but that was that was the old days. That was before Trump. Sure. You know? uh, sure. Yeah, I don't I don't think that works anymore. This is why they're they're that's why they're hesitating to uh, to go after Trump. Uh, you know, they they got everything on the ready. You know, they got everything ready to uh, to take him out. But they're they're waiting. To, they're keeping him in until as long as they can, until the midterms for sure. You know, because the way they're talking, you know, I, I, I see through their whole the whole scheme of things, you know, because they're they're very wise politicians. You know, I even believe that that uh, Comey was part of a, a, a plot to uh, to make that Trump win uh, so that they can he can do what he did. And, and so they can bust him for real, you know, because Comey. You know, they're, they're not stupid. They've been fighting crime all their lives. And when they found they had a mob boss in the White House or about to be in the White House, the only way to get him, see, if they if, if Trump never got elected, he wouldn't be in the shit he's in now, you see. Had he, had he just trolled uh, uh, Hillary, what she wanted to do, he would have been, he would have been, uh, you know, he would have been, wealthy and and uh, you know the, some of that that crap that he sells would have 
you know, would have worked and he would have had a whole year. Can you imagine how miserable he would have made Hillary's life for a year, you know, with, with him <laughs> the way he was? And so I, I believe uh, I, I believe this right in the right in the beginning that he was uh, going to, uh, to to win. They're going to make sure he won. Because, you know, the, the, Comey and, and the boys, you know, the FBI, they, they, they've been fighting. They were organized exactly for the mobs, you know, to take out the mobs with the bootlegging and, and, you know, the liquor and all that stuff. And so that's what the feds were there to do. And uh, I, I think that's what's happening right now, yeah. you know. Well, let me let me ask you this. I feel like it relates to what you're talking about. I asked you this question last time we're on, and I feel like we got off on a tangent because I listened back to our conversation. We were we were smoking weed actually at the time when I asked you the question. So you know how it is, Tommy. You've done this. So you never got an answer. What is the question? The question is: uh, You were in your 20s in the 1960s. I'm in yeah. my 20s in the night in the 2020s. And these seem like crazy times, but then I look back at some of the things that were going on when you were growing up, you know, the, the civil rights protests, the Vietnam War, the assassination of, you know, President Kennedy, Martin Luther King, the Cuban Missile Crisis. There was a lot of crazy shit going on when you were in your 20s. Do you have any advice for some of us that are trying to grow up and find our way in the world during these crazy times? Um, and I know that's a vague question, but, you know, oh, yeah. just trying to keep your head on straight during these crazy times. We all, this is what I learned. I, I learned this when I was very young and I learned, and, and I've known about this forever, you know, the, the way to, how to succeed and, and prosper in, in, in the world. We all are, first of all, we live in a physical world. You know, like you, you just said it right. You know, every everybody's had their 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 traumas and their disasters. Everything is nothing new, nothing new. They can call it global warming, or what they want to call it. But you know, I was there when, and it wasn't global warming; it was global freezing. <laughs> you know, so I've been through it all. Uh, we all, we're all here for a reason you know yeah and the re and the reason is to help others hey i wanted to say hi it's tommy Chong, hey. bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah dude who, who, who's tommy that yeah. he's who's my friend man with the mask who's the man, man with the mask he's my is friend he, is he robbing your apartment? While no, talking? he's not robbing my apartment. You got it, bro. You got it. Nice <laughs> yeah. seeing you. Good <laughs> you, bro. You too, bro. Take care, bro. All right. You, so, you know, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He's a he's a friend of mine. Um, anyways, he I belongs, just he belongs in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's so cool. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I I feel no, like I, I I was saying every 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 generation, everybody has their their problems to solve. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had them. The good news, you guys got you got you now you got the equipment, and the tools, and the intelligence. You you got it. You got it here. Now we're 
by the way, those pandemics, they're, they're designed to, to uh, really obstacles, you know? Oh, you guys think you're free? Okay, no. You're paying for everything you do, you pay for it. There's a tab for everything. And so that's why people like in my generation say, oh, I don't want my kids to go through what I went through. Well, they're not. <laughs> There's no way they can because it, what you did was is done and gone. And now, now you guys got new, new sets of problems, but they're good problems. They're beautiful problems. You have the tools. Do you know that in our lifetime, they're going to fix spinal cord injuries? Yeah. Do you believe that? That's crazy. Well, Can I actually see? read this morning, yeah. they're going to be going into clinical trials of the cure for HIV. Yes. The I mean, cure. The cure. The cure. That's right. Yeah. Clinical. And, and, and you're going to also read, uh, and, and a lot of it, we have to thank our, our, our physical world, you know, the world that where you have wars. Like for a while there, I was kind of gloating that there's no wars now, right now. You know, this is the first time in my lifetime. I was born during the, uh, the start of the, the Second World War. That was when I was born. And I don't know how many wars, countless wars. Uh, and before that, there were countless wars. This is the first era. Peacetime. Maybe not in Ethiopia, uh, but for the most part, solid peace right now. And the reason why, and we and, and a lot of it, you gotta hand, you gotta give Trump credit for for, for a lot of it. Because what Trump did, Trump broke the sacred vow that America had of keeping mortal enemies, you know, yeah. no matter what happened. They, oh, you know, Russia was always going to be an enemy and, and, uh, and uh, you know, North Korea. See, North Korea, we had a war there and it was never resolved. It was still made. It was stopped. They stopped. We stopped. And, and it's still unresolved. And now they got a dictator in there, you know, that that America could take out with a couple of uh, blows, but the arms people always like to have an enemy, you know, because once you <laughs> once you uh, lose your enemy, you lose your job. Yeah, for the most part. And and right now we're in an era where it's not controlled by the military complex. You know, Biden is. Even if he wanted to be, he could never. It could never happen again. Now, and in a lot way, a lot of it we got to thank Trump for, it because Trump. See, Trump thinks he's doing a movie. You know, he he doesn't know that this is reality, because he was taught on, on the Apprentice how to act. Yeah. And and the thing is, when you're acting, you're lying, because that's not really you being that guy saying those things. So that's why he can lie so easy and, and get away with it because he's convincing people. And the way he stays out of, out of trouble is interesting too, because what he does, no matter what you accuse him of, he accuses you of doing the same thing. And therefore he equals out the thing. Well, you're doing it too. Like the little kids used to say, you know, he broke it. No, you did it too. You did it first. No, you know what I mean? Like, like a kid. So, so now we're coming to grips with the only problem with, with, with Trump. That's, <laughs> it's not a movie. 
<laughs> this is reality. And when they go to court, when they go to jail, when they get convicted of, of, of you know, what he what he committed, trying to overthrow the government. If we were if we were at war, that's death. That's a death penalty uh, 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 offense, you know. But the way it is now, of course, he's not. They're not going to uh, off him, but they're going to dangle him like a like a worm on the end of a string until the Democrats take over everything they can take over, and uh, you know, until yeah. the Republicans smarten up and, and 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 come to grips with the fact that if we don't. Uh, uh, if they don't smarten up, they're going to go down with Trump. Yeah. Well, I will say that that's, you know, I, I never get, <laughs> I never get political on this podcast, but that is one of the things that I'm, I'm scared the most of because Trump has yet to concede the last election. And he, in fact, is now saying that they have something to the effect that he, that he truly won it and, and such. And I'm just worried that, when it comes to January 6th next time in 2024, you know, that like what will happen? You'll be in jail by then. I can only, I can only hope, you know, you, you see these things that he did. And I I guess I don't want to get too, too into this uh, too much more into this subject because we can (laughs) divide our audience very quickly. But, but if you look at a documentary called get me Roger Stone on Netflix, Roger Stone did the exact same thing in 2000 to basically throw the election to George Bush, like the exact same thing. People stormed the Capitol in Florida, and it's eerily similar. And this documentary was produced way before anything like January 6th happened. Yeah. And Roger Stone, of course, was involved. (laughs) Okay, but the problem you, you have there is that it's not a movie. This is reality. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's, that's the only difference. And, and the thing is, there's a law of right and wrong. You know, it's written in the Bible. You know, the, the Bible, by the way, it's not just, uh, you know, it's a book written by humans, by humans, but it's people that know the secret, know the secret. And, 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 and what happens with, with our society, we, we will always have these problems. There'll never come a time when we're not having some kind of problem. Uh, you know, be, be it, look, look, look at right now, they've got a spaceship going toward a, an asteroid that, that's getting a little close to Earth, you yeah. know? That's our new enemy. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Did, did you know the asteroids have always been there? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, it's not something new. It's, it's like, oh, okay, we don't have to fight amongst ourselves anymore. Okay, we got an asteroid. We got a common enemy. Yeah, we're 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 easing toward, and more women, more and more women. See, when we have an all woman uh, uh, cabinet in in that, that's when we'll know that we we are on the right track because it's yeah. it's because they the women aren't they, they don't have the ego problems that men have, and and so as a result. You know, a lot of great civilizations have been uh, run run by by women, and we're coming into that. It's all it's all good, man. We, we, we our our future is so bright and shiny. It's almost if you know where to look. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, what do you consider to be 
your to totally switch topics uh what do, what do you consider to be your favorite creation i consider you to be an artist because you've been involved in music film and more uh what do you consider to be your greatest creation or at least some of your most favorite i don't mean to um i got quite a bit i got quite a bit i think um Having my my family, you know, come come to, uh, you know, uh, get my wife in, into the business as a comedian, you know, uh, having my son be our man, my manager, you know, and 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 be the be the one that's uh, that's uh, uh, the brains behind the Chong. Uh, uh, enterprises you know actually it was my wife that started the uh, bong business you know and then had my son involved and now my son, my son is involved in in us uh, uh, with the with the we thing so I, I think my, my greatest thing is is getting everybody's attention on on the the the, uh, the goodness and the power of cannabis. I mean, to, to, to me, that'll be my legacy, I believe, you know, because the only thing when you die, the only thing you take with you is your reputation. And, and my mind as a stoner is sort of like uh, pretty well cemented. <laughs> I mean, as a, yeah, you, you're always listed on like the Mount Rushmore of stoners, you know, it's like Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Willie Nelson, you know, Tommy Chong, Cheech, of yeah. course, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 is mine. And when you when you look at, you know, look at it from, you know, from a reality perspective, it was me right, right from the beginning, you know, because I uh, uh, when, when I met Cheech, Cheech wasn't even, you know, calling himself a Mexican. He was up in Canada. He was just calling himself a Canadian <laughs> because he was up there during the war. But I, I you know, when, when Cheech and I got together, you know, we, we never did pot jokes in the beginning. It wasn't until we got to LA. So, so it's a combination of uh, me meeting Cheech yeah, and then us making the decision to go with the weed for the for our first movie, which was Up in Smoke, and and that was it, yeah. you know, because we and and it was ordained, you know, it was uh, very spiritually ordained, because I was sent on a mission, <laughs> and believe me, uh, I'm enjoying every bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so crazy because you, you were doing it at a time when cannabis was so illegal, like so yeah. illegal. Nowadays, like you know, depending on the state you go, it's it's legal to an extent. Look at how we've progressed. Isn't that beautiful? Right. I mean, there's still yeah, there's still states that are behind, but if you look at you know like like uh, the, the the hierarchy, you know, behind that, like the uh, 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 like Texas and you know different states, you know. Colorado, you know, they're all legal. Michigan's all legal now. All these, uh, these, these states, and but more important, countries like right. Ecuador, Ecuador, Colombia, Germany, Germany, Mexico, Germany. Oh my God, 
countries, countries. Yeah. And we, we means peace and prosperity. That's what it means. Think about it. That's what we're headed for. We got a plant that you can wear, you can eat, you can uh, uh, build with it. And not only that, but it's a direct connection to God. So you can also create with it, you know. And, and creation, by the way, you know, there's right now, for, for a lot of people, there's a, a war between good and bad. And the truth is, if you really want to evolve on this planet and, 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 and become more viable, you learn to live with everybody because everybody is in a learning situation. Yeah. You know, and, and if you can realize that and then stay out of people's way, you know, I notice that if, if you just avoid trouble whenever you can, you, you're way better off, you know, just like those, uh, yeah, just like the protesters and that, you know, Martin Luther King, even though he got killed, he had a way of protesting that was very intelligent and that was nonviolent. You Absolutely. see, the minute you go violent, then you lose the argument, period. And so if you, as long as you go nonviolent, and nonviolent means that you have to have a lie. You have to be strong. You have to be powerful. You have to be able to control your emotions, your, you know, your, your whole, you have to have balance. Yeah. And, and that's what's got us where we are now. Yeah. Well, hey, Tommy, can I ask you a question? Because you just talked about, you know, the change that we've seen impact, like with regard to cannabis legislation and, and how, I mean, much different of a world it is today versus when, frankly, you were in the 20s, right? I'm growing up and in my 20s and there's pot shops, like there's candy shops and I can go in and get a pot infused, you know, lollipop. It's pretty crazy. We're living in the future, right? Yeah. That's what I was saying the other day. Um, my question is, though, because we get some flack because... I feel like we're pushing, we're trying to push for more reform because frankly, like I just looked up, you're from California, right? No, I'm originally Canada, but I, but I mean, like you're staying in California, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my home. Um, So like in California where they've quote legalized cannabis, right? Um, And this is the same in Illinois. California's laws are, I guess, a little bit better than Illinois, but um you know, if you are caught with more than 28 and a half grams, it's still a misdemeanor with, you can get up to six months incarceration and a $500 fine. You know, one thing that we talk about all the time is that possession limits need to go because like, think about when you go and you buy like a beer, for example, which I know you've mentioned to me in the past, you're not a huge fan of alcohol, but think about when you're throwing a party, right? And you get a lot of alcoholic beverages, like nobody's stopping you from stocking up at Walmart with as much alcohol as you want. And I just don't understand why the same logic isn't applied to cannabis. Do you agree with that? Or am I just like being too detail oriented? Well, you're affected. We're we're being affected by the, by the propaganda that they still, that a lot of people still believe in. Yeah. You know, they still believe that marijuana is a gateway drug to heroin. They still believe that, that, uh, you know, I mean, you'll do weird things once you get high, <laughs> you know, they, 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 uh, they look at it. They opioids. That, that's legal drugs that you can buy in a, in a drug store. 
all the opioids and it was given by doctors yeah. you know with the with the white suits on and that you know and, and so yeah yeah it, it just shows you the ignorance of the situation at the, at the moment but now what you just described is what it feels like being black in this world what you just described you know where if you do this then you you know you can get away with all the alcohol in the world but if you buy too much weed you can get incarcerated that's the same thing as being black if you're not dressed the proper the right way if you don't look at the cops in the right manner if you don't you know trying to be humble, uh, you know, or disappear, or you, you want to look like everybody else. If you look the least bit aggressive, or if you got the least bit weird, weird hairdo, or wearing chains or something, you know, anything that that tells the cops that you're being an uppity. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to cut through all that. And, and we have. For the most part, we we have, but we, it, it's not a, it's not a it's not and it and it's going to be if it's not one thing it's another, it's yeah. it's going to shift over there. Uh, what you want to do, this is what I do too. I just love the fact that I'm living right now. I love what's going on, and, and, and just like the people that that do get in trouble, a lot of them, you know, it's karma, you know. But you can't be. The thing is, when you when you got when you give a guy a badge and, and a gun, and say you know uh, obey these laws, or you know, or or uh, you know, make sure everybody else obeys these laws, you know, you're you're given the power of life and death yeah. to people, and and so the people themselves uh, it's a hunter society that we have we live in a hunter society guns are legal not only they're legal they people hey they collect them you know and they collect them for, a lot of them are hunters they go out and shoot but i've gone hunting and i went hunting with my brother one time and duck hunting and we're carrying these guns you know and we're slogging through the snow and it really got ugly you know cold and miserable and so my brother he saw something swimming in the water so he shoots it and he's i got a great picture of him he's standing in the middle of the slough holding a fucking muskrat or something and the ducks are flying overhead had he waited had he waited five more minutes the ducks would have been perfect but when they heard the shot they just went a little bit higher and they said, well, we'll, we'll land in the next thing. That's people with guns. And that's the problem that we have now. Is there a solution? The solution is you don't go after the people with the guns. The solution is you stay away from people with guns. <laughs> yeah. You see, you stay, you avoid those people. You avoid that. Thing. You avoid going out at night driving crazy, you know, and looking like 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 uh, an animal. You know, sure. hunting seasons, you stay indoors. You know, no, if not, but if if you're going to be part of the the scene where you know be the be the victim, then then that's your karma. You're going to do that. 
but for the most part, people do what I what I say. You know, you you stay away. You learn. That's how black people have survived to now. Yeah, they knew how to disguise. That's what the Jim. What do they call Uncle Tom's? You know, the blacks, the guys, the yes sir, no sir. You know, you know what they're doing? They're not Uncle Tom's. They're not kowtowing. What they're doing? They're staying alive. They're not being a target. They're not becoming a, a victim. You know. And and so so you yeah they take a lot of flack for it, uh, but I know myself you know I've I've Uncle Tom myself many times because rather than to uh, to become that you just had to find your hey one of the reasons I become a comedian you know because I found the power of comedy is so powerful it's yeah. powerful you can say anything you want to the right guy. If you say it in the right way, and if they know you're a comedian, you can get away with it. <laughs> and that's why I say this is, it's almost like a funny thing. Cause it's like, what else is there in our like society where it's like, <laughs> yeah. they're going to pull you over and they're like, Hey, you have too much of that. Like you have too many yeah. onions, you know, like what? <laughs> it's so hey, weird. You talk about onions, you know, in prison, onions were, were a commodity. You really? could trade, you could trade onions and, and uh, fruit. You could, it was currency because they made with the fruit, they made pruno. They made the illegal booze out of the, out of the fruit. Onions, you couldn't buy them in the commissary. And a lot of people cook with the uh, microwaves. And so see, it's what, whatever you don't have becomes a commodity. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I've got, uh, I've just got two more questions for you. The sure. first one is really just to meant to meant to make you laugh. I saw you were on Hot Ones a few years ago, eating chicken wings. Great show, by the way, if folks haven't seen it. And you, you, dude, man, you were just going to town on those wings. You asked for more. You were like, hey, you got more? Give me some more. I um, love the wing. I, I'm a, I, I was not, not so much now, but, but I still do. I still do. Yeah, but so you mentioned that you uh, s- smoked with Snoop Dogg and that he doesn't pass often. I got to ask you, when you did reach out to grab <laughs> When you did reach out to grab the joint from him, because you mentioned you were like, you had to grab and say like, hey man, pass it. Did he like growl or snarl or bark at you? Like, I'm just joking. It's it's a Snoop Dogg joke, you know? Like, No, I, no, I got I got to <laughs> tell you the truth. I, 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 Snoop has never given up a joint. <laughs> He's, you know, I, I remember getting, I handed him the joint and that was the last you saw of it. Because that's, that, you know, that, that's, that's, Snoop is like a, an old time, uh, what do you call him? Uh, like a, like a king, you know, mm-hmm. or, or a prince of, of, a, of a tribe, you know, you pay homage to, uh, to the Snoop. Yeah. And dude. rightly so, rightly so. He's had a, a wonderful career and I love all his, his advertisements and, and then, and he's got a compound that he that he has, you know, with all his car collection in there. And <laughs> that's it. that's another thing that rich people do that kind of cracks me up. You know, they buy cars, but they never drive them. <laughs> they yeah, just yeah, sit, yeah. <laughs> they just sit there. Uh, I I had that habit for a minute, but I, I I'm not a mechanical guy, and so then I started giving the cars away. Yeah, uh, and, and that's what I'll do now one more for you um what is your favorite way to ingest joint bong what what uh, uh 
edible. You know, I, I'll be polite. If someone hands me whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, you know, if I can. Um, I don't have any set rules, but I, I like the, here's what I've been smoking now. I, I make these um, joint holders out of bamboo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like it because you keep the smoke away. Cools it down. Gives me something to do. It's, it's so simple. You know, my, my quest in life now is to find the simplest way to do everything. Uh, and yeah. and well, this, is, this is a, the easiest. Let's smoke to that. The easiest and quickest way to get high in my household. And by the way, you know those places where you can't get high? respect him respect him oh yeah don't you know we're playing a game here and it doesn't matter what the rules are follow the rules whatever they are if you don't like the game then get away leave you know but if you go against the game the game then you're going to pay and it might be time might be money might be your life so yeah you really got to be careful you know when you say respect you don't just respect people that are intelligent nice and everything else you respect the nutcases if, if you see a you see a 15 year old running with the aka run the other way you know you know because kids are the the worst one of the best killers in the world because their reflexes are incredible you know especially playing game boy as much as they do or or <laughs> think as much as they do man they can they can pop you off just by before you can even think about doing things and yeah. and just like that just like that other guy he had a gun but he didn't use it then what the fuck are you doing with a gun out there at night you know and if you got a gun that you're not going to use then stay home yeah. <laughs> you know you know you don't do what someone's going to go. Oh, he's got a gun. A better no. They're crazy. You know, people right. with guns are crazy. You know, and anybody crazy with a weapon, get the fuck out of there. That that's my that's my uh, advice. I'll smoke to that. Hell yeah, nice dude, nice. Well, um, Chillinoy, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Tommy Chong. Tommy, thank you so much for your time. Are we on? What's that? <laughs> Are we yeah. recording now? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. We, we, did, we did the show already. We did the show already. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you remember what we're going to be giving away uh, to our community? A t-shirt, a signed t-shirt. I signed them. I signed them. And hey, listen, man, my signature. You know, people have been faking a lot now. You know, they send me little, looks like handwritten notes. And will you send me, you know, they, they sent me a stack of pictures to sign. One guy sent me 50 bucks, but he gave me like a, a way too many. So I told him, I said, I'll, I give him the wholesale price. You know, we, we will teach and I sign for five bucks a, a piece. And of course, I know they go on the eBay or whatever and sell them for 20 bucks a piece. And I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. But the guy, he only sent me half a payment. So I kept the pictures. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I sent him a note and said, if you send me the rest, then I'll send you the rest. But yeah, uh, I forget what the question was. Was there a question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I asked you if, uh, you, I asked you if you remember what we were giving away and you did, you, you answered the question correctly. The t-shirts. I yeah, the t-shirts. Hell yeah. yeah. 
So cool, folks. Yeah, uh, enter to win. Once again, it's chillinois.net slash chong. That's once again, that's chillinois.net slash chong. Completely free to enter, completely free if you win. I mean, you can't beat this, folks. And uh, you'll get a chillinois t shirt signed by Tommy Chong. So thank you so much for your time, Tommy. I'll get you thank out you, of here. Sir. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Take care, man.